Joe. <laughs> okay, so most of those people aren't here. It's BMAC, Barry, it's none Blank. Of those. So those are the killer bees today. <laughs> and Taryn Hilo has decided to join us in a true reunion of the usual suspects back in the day. And we're having some fun catching up uh, on old times and also talking about some other stuff. But we'll have some fun along the way. So Barry has concocted, which only Barry can do. Oh. A, a very, very... I'm post your, see what you're doing I'm, now. No, I'm going to post your Instagram in the chat because everybody's like, who is she? What's her socials? Are you okay. good with that? Is That's that cool? fine. As long as there's no more hate pages yeah. about my dog. Yeah, don't... don't yeah, be, no, 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 no. Dogs and kids and family are off limits. Don't be haters. There's there's her IG. Uh, what do you use more, Instagram or Twitter? Uh, Instagram. Okay, so that's that's the one I put in the chat, so there you go. Barry said he's looking to do a workout program, so he's going to start walking with you <laughs> on those walks in the morning. Yes, because I get lonely. Yeah. No, I, listen, I am not a morning person, nor am I an exercise person. So I, that's, I, I feel like that's pretty obvious. I'm not either, but I will tell you this much. Yeah, I, feel so, I feel so much better. Yeah. I feel so, okay. so much better Pull now that I'm doing like it. this leg, it whistles Dixie. Yep. And, and I told you guys, I hate the rain. I did sprints in the rain this morning. You guys know who David Goggins is? Yes. Okay, so yeah. he's like he's my crazy, right like uh, military. Steel. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's like, "You slap yourself in the face and shoot yourself in the thigh. <laughs> you get out there and be great." And you're like, "What?" Yeah, that's, that's what I safe? listen to in the morning. Oh, really? It'd be much nicer to have you talking to me while we're doing. No, it. <laughs> I'd be like, "Just stop. Go, go get an ice Very cream." Like, you know, we're it's... passing Shipley. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I would run. I would jog with you to Shipley's, and then we would have. Uh, 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 what is it? Uh, kolaches. They got the bomb oh, kolaches. God, I love their kolaches. Yeah, they got the bomb. What do you get? Like one a year? You'll have one. <laughs> that's why I What's have to that, do a weenie in the <laughs> bun. <laughs> okay, that was super. I mean, that's awkward. what a kolache Joel, is. Is you... it not? No, it could be ham and you cheese. Like them. No, no kolaches be... are traditionally sweet. Yes, thank you. So it's a. Never mind. <laughs> no, never don't, mind. Don't. No, no, we're having a good time here, but not that well. Not that good. All right, so. Normally on start, sit, cut, just so you know. Mm-hmm. All right. You have to say there's – we're going to give you three choices. Okay. You start one. Okay. That means that they, you, that's your favorite. Okay. You sit one, which means you still like them, but – and they're not going anywhere, but they're on the team. They're just not going to play as much. Mm-hmm. And then you have to get rid of one. Okay. All right. So that's kind of the wa- reason why when I was texting you that we asked a few questions because, you know, Oof. Barry is a hip-hop and, and rap music aficionado. I didn't know that. I mean, I guess. I did. Yeah. You, why are you always copying me? <laughs> well, you know, they say uh, be like your heroes. Dress for the job you Dress want. Not like the job why he has the bikini. Listen to my music. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. except for the whole walking and exercise and looking good thing. I, but that's why you're trying to get else? my secrets. You're trying to get my that's secrets. That's true. That's true. The real Mickelson bikini is still his favorite for a reason. <laughs> real Mickelson so, is amazing. This is exactly why we did what we did. Okay, so here, start one, sit one, cut one, and okay. we can all participate. But the first one I'm going to go to is Jay-Z. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kanye. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we got two. And, mm-hmm. and who was my third one? Did I, and Drake. <laughs> Drake. Oh, yeah. And Drake. Yeah. Okay. See, because to me, I think Drake uses too much auto-tune, and, and Drake is too much about, like, the tune itself and not an, enough about the artist. Now, he rolls in dough, and so th- that's fine. But to me, I would start Jay-Z. Okay. Kanye's absolutely off his rocker. But Kanye's albums and Kanye's music and his rap and his lyrics were definitely good enough to make the team. And I would absolutely cut Drake. So it's start, sit, or cut. Correct. All right. So you're starting Jay-Z, you're sitting Kanye, and you're cutting Drake. That's correct. All right. Taryn? All right. I'm going to start Jay-Z. Okay. I love Jay-Z. Um, and he's, yeah, that's who I'm going to start. Is he the um, greatest of all time? No. Okay. Not the greatest of all time. Who I'm going to have to kick you out right now. <laughs> 
<laughs> Greatest of all time? Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, I'm going to get some hate for this, but if we're talking hip hop, yeah. I'm going to go with Tupac. Okay. There's no, There's you're no not wrong gonna, with Pac. Yeah. You can't, I don't think you're going to get. That's like arguing, you know, that. like if it's the, it's the, it's the LeBron Jordan argument, right? Most people are going to say he's either Tupac or Biggie or mm-hmm. whatever. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'm starting Jay Z. I'm going to cut Kanye. Ooh. I'm going to have to do it. He's just too wild right now. He's That's a just, wild boy. Are you boy. doing it for the music or are you doing it for the lifestyle? I'm doing it for the lifestyle. Okay. He's got to get it together. Okay. And then I'm going to what, sit. sit I'm going to sit Drake. And I've got to be nice to Drake because he's coming here on Sunday. Oh, you're Sunday. cutting Drake. No, I'm not cutting Oh, you cut Kanye. I feel like, yeah. I feel like you, you've met Drake or you've run in circles with Drake before. Would that be accurate? That I'm not going to confirm or deny. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. You just know. You just know, right? I, 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 I kind of figured. So, yeah, I'm with you. I think this was pretty cut and dry. No pun intended. Uh, you start Jay-Z. You sit Kanye and you cut Drake. Drake is as much of a singer as he is a rapper. And a lot of times, I don't even know that he's saying anything of importance. At least Jay Z <laughs> has a message. Drake will just be like making up things. He'll just be like, "I don't know. I'm I'm cold right now. I need a jacket." You're like, "What?" But he'll sing it, and so it sounds cool, but it doesn't mean anything. He's just cold. Like it doesn't make any why sense. Sound, so why does that sound like a Will Ferrell line from an upcoming movie? <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't say anything, but it's provocative. <laughs> it does. He doesn't. The people going. Yeah, that's right. true. Uh, and yeah, Kanye's crazy. Kanye, when he had his fastball, was outstanding. But although this last, this his last album was pretty good. I didn't like not it the first. one that was supposed to be the choir and the church and all that. You're no, talking about. the one with like Hurricane and uh, somebody's going to jail tonight. That was a good song. Something I loved like. Kanye's first album. Yeah, his freshman album was my favorite. Yeah. I think I could still recite and all the, the good dropout. Ones. Yeah, I, and I could every single line. Like if we go to karaoke tonight. I'm going to do... You karaoke? I love karaoke. Oh, hell no. No? No karaoke? Oh, my God. No. Why would you not do karaoke? Because I can't sing. I'm awful. But hip-hop, you're not not singing. They let you rap now Unless we do a Drake song. True. (laughs) See? She gets it. Like, Neil Diamond is the first American white rap star. Neil Diamond? Because he never sings. He just talks his lyrics. (laughs) Have you you ever been to... Have you been to a... Reaching (laughs) out. Touching hand. Touching me. Touching... It's just... Are you, is he singing that? No. <laughs> He's Barry Whiting you without with being Barry White. True. Although. Mm. But Barry sings more than Neil, but Neil was just yeah. talking. I feel like James Brown was the first rapper, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, I love James Hitman. Brown. Yeah, 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 for sure. Calvin no. Jerome Murphy. Was You've done karaoke, Joel? Yeah. Have you? He did it yeah. just now. That's true. For you right there. <laughs> I, you know, I, I didn't even know they had hip hop at karaoke. I feel like that's a cheat code. No, you can do hip hop at karaoke. But that's not Maybe. karaoke was supposed to be about. But you know singing. what it does? It gets people that don't want to do the actual karaoke to do karaoke. Yeah. Okay. I went to karaoke in L.A. a couple of months ago, and this girl did. It was the day that The Little Mermaid came out. Okay. This girl was in costume, and oh. she murdered it. That's it was it was much. so good that I was like, okay, but I'm not ever going to go. <laughs> was this at a bar? Doing that. It was at a bar, but you know, it's like L.A., so it's everybody there is very. So she ordered, super so she ordered a gin and tonic when she was done. I don't know what she did when she. How was old done. was she? She was probably like 25, 26. Oh, I thought when you said little girl, like, mom and dad, what are you doing as parents bringing your kid in a little mermaid outfit? Who's 25? I mean, I get cosplay, I guess. Have you ever done that, by the way, the cosplay thing? I know that's a big deal. I mean, Halloween, maybe. Yeah, but no, there's people that'll just dress up like Barbie. They'll dress up like Barbie and go to the movies. Yeah, Everyone was doing it. I saw all over social media. All these grown-ass people are dressing pink and wearing the outfits. and what? Like, what are you doing? I did a Barbie bikini. 
I'm not surprised about that. <laughs> yeah, that's not shocking. No, not, not a Grown single bit. Men trying to look like Ken. That's a little disturbing. But that's the yeah. real world now. Yeah. I think so that's, crazy. that's the real world now yeah. that we live in. Yeah, we, we live in a world where everybody just dresses up and goes to the movies. I, I'm too old, I guess. I'm just like, ah, this is so weird. No, it's so weird. You're never too old. Yes, too yes old. you are. Don't tell people that. That's <laughs> wrong information. Yes, you are. All right, suspect time. We're going to have to do the usual suspects. We'll have a vote in the in the break of what we're going to do next. Okay. Uh, but uh, for right now, I want to tell you about the good people at my bookie. Look, we know that there's a lot of games going on this weekend. We know college football. We know pro football. We know the baseball playoffs are coming up around the corner. We're going pennant race down the stretch. You need a place where your money's going to be safe and secure, where you can bet on games, and you know that they're reliable. They're trustworthy. They've been in business for over 10 years, and they're going to take care of you every step of the way because they take care of their customers. It's mybookie.ag. Why do I tell you to go there? Because they take care of you. Your money is safe and secure. When you want to get paid, they'll pay you out. They're not going to hem and haw and try and keep it in there because they can't afford to pay you. And they take care of you guys with a lot of different bonuses. Remember this promo code, BET975. Use it whenever you can. Because as a new subscriber, never been to the site before, when you use it, if you put in at least 50 bucks, you can get up to 200 extra dollars in your account. You play that money at least once, and you can take it out if you win, and you can cash out and have some pocket money for the weekend, feeling much better about the bets that you made. You could also do that if you've already been a subscriber to mybookie.ag by doing a re-up bonus. Do the same thing. You enter the promo code when you put money in your account, up to 50 bucks. Uh, or at least 50 bucks, I should say. Put in the promo code BET975, cash in with more money in your account, more games you can bet on, and more chances to win. And when the lights go out on the football games, you think there's nothing else you can do? Live dealers and casino games also available, mybookie.ag. It's like I always tell you, bet anything, anytime, anywhere with the only place. Okay, twist my arm. It was because you were late. Uh, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna go one final segment uh, with Taryn Hilo, a friend of the show from back in the day, the usual suspects having some fun. She was formerly, can we say formerly now, Astros girl, still an Astros fan. Yes. But we retired the, the Astros yep, girl. Yep, retired the girl. Okay. Retired. When's, the, when's the last game you went to? Oh, God. I don't even know. It's been years. So you wouldn't go back now? I'd go back. Oh, well, yeah, but I'm just saying that she doesn't need all the, the right. Astros girl yeah. stuff. Yeah, she's well past that. Right. Yeah. I'm just I was just curious. I mean, we talked about her not going, but I'm just I was wondering when just like the Rockets overpaid her enough that she went away from that. So she's a retired social media <laughs> host uh, for the Rockets. So do you miss that there. Do you miss that? Do you miss the Rockets? Getting stuff? paid so well by the Rockets? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you did. That was a stupid Made me question. a lot of money. Yeah, I, was, I, don't, I don't think the sponsor question. opportunities were there for her there. Oh. <laughs> I think it was there for the Rockets. Gotcha. All right, gotcha. so my, my good friend uh Wink Martindale, otherwise known as Barry Lamanek, has created a game show that <laughs> yes. could be sweeping the nation Yes, as we get one final segment in with T. So let's go. All right. So uh, what I thought is having uh, a female on the show, which, you know, we never really get that chance. It's a, it's a weird medium in that, you know, there's not a lot of females in radio to begin with, especially sports talk radio. Uh, and so I thought, you know what, let's ask you questions uh, about maybe dating uh, or questions that guys would want to know. And get real honest answers. And I say honest, I've used in air quotes here. Because <laughs> I don't feel like we're always going to get the truth out of you. I think you're going to say, maybe sometimes you feel like you have to give a certain answer. You don't trust me. No, no, not that. Who hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> Her name was Shannon. And uh, no. Uh, I, she whooped your ass. <laughs> it was my ex-wife. 
And she literally hurt me. She, she punched did, me in the right? face. Oh, man. No, we, we can't give her any more air time. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Uh, but what? So I, I just wanted to ask some questions and see what your answers are. And what I was going to do is I was going to write down uh, what I thought your answer would be. No cheating, by the way. Let me yeah, use the laptop as a guide. Yeah, I no, no cheating, by the way. I'll um, ask the question. You have to answer it. And no, then the, yeah, you, the questions are over there, but yeah. I'm going to write down. Yeah, and then you write your answers, and we'll see how they And I'll be able to show up. them to okay. Twitch so that they'll know that I'm not making it up when we say them on the air. Very creative. So the game show is called T versus Me. <laughs> nice. I didn't have the name, but Joel's yep. a genius, as usual. Yep. And so the first question, Miss, that I'm going to ask you for your honest answer to, does money make a man more attractive? I know the answer to this because well, we, you're not we supposed to know, know the answer right. yeah. from everybody else. We're supposed to know what you. Um, no, actually, it really doesn't. Uh, it can make it can make some men less attractive, especially if they lead with their money. Okay, Ooh. but what happens if they can't lead you to dinner because they can't pay, and they ask you to go Dutch? I would not like that. Well, that's like the that. third question, so we'll get to that one next. I'll <laughs> choose the question, sir. Okay. Oh, you gonna, well, if you have others, that's fine. Uh, answer on top is what I thought she would say. Answer on bottom is is the truth. Money absolutely so makes a said- man more attractive. It, it, because you can buy nice clothes, you can get nice cars, you can mm-hmm. take people out to nice dinners. You're, you're not going to meet a man on food stamps and be like, he's so hot. <laughs> Are you? Tell the truth. I I don't know. I don't know. I've yet to meet a man on food stamps that said he was on food stamps. But but you uh, find out at one point, then you're like, not only are you broke, but now you're a liar. I don't know. There's something kind of hot about like the grungy, starving artist kind of thing. Well, that's okay. What's hot is they're probably body odor in their (laughs) arms. I guess I mean, if you're wearing they, the same stuff for a long period of time, it's going to heat up. It's hot I'm because they don't have AC because they don't have the money to pay for it's it. That's true. Too. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so this is, yeah. Growing up around women, I feel very confident that I know what you're going to say mm-hmm. versus what the truth so is. So you won this round? I feel like I did. I nailed it. Joel, was I right? Money does make a man more attractive? I, I think that it, it, the reality of the situation is yeah. it's going to be tough. It might be good early on, but I don't think yeah. you get a, a time or two. But I don't think you can be the last All right. Real talk, you give a man with money uh, more chances than you would, right? I mean, are we talking about a rich man or just like Yeah, a- yeah. I don't know about that oh, either. The truth. I don't Here we come with it. I don't know about that either. I, don't, I just think that like as you mature as a woman – um, what you're willing to settle for, regardless of what somebody brings to the table, especially materialistically, uh, your standards are just become higher. Okay. okay. So, so I don't think so. I don't think I'm going to give more chances. One more litmus, litmus test. Two, two twin brothers Okay. look exactly the same, mm-hmm. act exactly the same, same personalities. One is worth $50 million, One works at McDonald's. You they're, but they're chi- exactly the same. Exactly one- the same in every single way. Well, then, of course. Come on. Okay. I'm, I'm going to be with the one with 50. You know what the screws with your litmus test? Gonna- what? What if they screw with you and they decide that they'll just decide to tag team and, and switch off? One one guy takes her out and the next time the next guy does. You Wasn't, can't oh, tell the difference. Weird. Wasn't there a movie about this? I think I so. Know. There should be a movie about yeah. this. Yeah. That's a good movie. Or a Dateline. plot. should write that I mean, one or the other. That creepy guy with the gray hair comes around and goes, you didn't think we knew. But we did. All right, next question. Uh, what is the most important thing you look for in a man? Confidence. I think that um, that is what introduces you to somebody. If a guy is confident, then that's going to say a lot about him. 
Okay. Versus insecure. Okay. That's good. That's good. That's exactly what I thought you'd say. Confidence up top was the answer <laughs> that I wrote down. Yeah. Body confidence. No, the, the truth is, you first thing you look at in a, in a man is his body. Is he in shape? Does, is he tall? Chicks don't like short dudes. Chicks, for the most part, don't like fat dudes. This is, Stop me when I'm wrong. <laughs> I mean, chicks like a tall dude with muscles that, you know, chiseled jawline. And uh, so you could be like, you know, weigh 400 pounds and you're like, I'm hot. I'm so confident and I'm hot. You're going to be like, well, no Chris thanks. Farley in a Chippendales costume. <laughs> exactly. Confidence matters. But confidence is great to get to, to, to get an opening. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. But right? it's not something that you would be like, boy, check out his confidence. He goes to the gym every day and he, he works on his confidence. He's out there building up his confidence that's so hot i don't know well, I, just... I think that that i think confidence is it's a starter because i think to have confidence you're usually gonna have a lot of like physical traits as well to go i mean them. i don't know i know some dudes that are butt-ass ugly and have all the confidence oh in the world well, confident or arrogant no confidence I'm, I'm telling you i know dudes and chicks i mean we all know people where it, especially on like instagram and you're just like where did you get all this confidence from no one told you that <laughs> who's who's filling your head with these ideas you that you're this me? great are you talking about <laughs> no. me i'm projecting it he's this not point. wrong <laughs> i mean i mean I'm, i can't tell you how my friends over the years some of the like, guys you'd be like how hey. No, and they would had they would talk to any girl in any situation and just flat out just start throwing it out there and 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 trying to work the situation. I worked with a dude named Manny. I won't mention his last name. I worked with a dude named Manny. He was overweight. He did not have a lot of money, and he had the funkiest breath you have ever smelled in your whole life. You would like if Joel was Manny, I could oh. smell it from here. It was so bad, and he was the most confident dude. He would go to the clubs. And always leave single, but he was confident. That Boy. was my question. That huh? was my question. Did he get girls? No, because as soon as he would start talking, they would be like, "Okay, this is weird. This is once overly smelt, confident." Once they smelt it. Yeah, it was. It was. Man, it was yeah, weird. I don't know how bad breath from that distance could be an effective tool, no matter how confident. <laughs> I don't know. Oh no! And you, you have to know at some point somebody tells you, right? Was he your friend? Yeah. And you didn't tell him? No, more for me. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. <laughs> I was single at the time. More for me. What do you think? What? Okay. No. If there's a hot chick and you're like, I'm like, yeah, Manny, go talk to her. <laughs> and then he does and he goes off and I'll, a little banaka and I'm in. Makes you okay. look better. Yeah, now, Barry exactly. wrote this question. All right. And I think he's talking about the guys at the gym. <sighs> yeah. Does size matter? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I, Barry wrote the question. I just read it. Does size matter at the gym? The size I mean, matter at the gym. I don't know about the at the gym part. That really I don't wasn't know. the spirit of I'm that question. I'm just trying to keep it. I get you. I don't know. Does size matter, guys? We're asking you the questions. I don't. I don't know. What's the answer? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to plead the fifth on this one. Okay. <laughs> the answer that you'll hear most often, I think, is no. We know that's not true. I'm just going to plead the fifth. You like a so man? You like a you like a man who works out. I like a man who works out. See, it's there you go. And it's confident. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. There you go. Um, should a man pay for everything on the first date? Mm, man, this is tough. This is. I don't want to give a politically correct answer either. But yeah, it's I, a date, right? I, it's I not like should. you're just getting to know each other, hanging out. Mm -hmm. I think that a man should pay for the date, but I think that nowadays there is a whole thing that goes with it, where like there are girls who are like, oh, well, he should also. 
send me an Uber, like a Uber Black, and like oh, so all these other things, like pay for literally everything. And to that, I'm going to say no. But I think that if a guy is going to take you to dinner for a first date, it's very nice for him to pay for Look it. Look at that. Look at that. Yes and yes. But that's the appropriate answer. Yes, that is the appropriate answer. Right. Be a gentleman. Pay for the first date. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, you know, that's you're, you're usually 99% of the time you're asking the woman out. If you're asking them out, you should pay for the date. Now, I, I, I wouldn't be paying for no Uber. No, you... <laughs> Look, See, unless you want to get, unless you want to get rid of her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the That's Ubers, a good point. You miss me on the Ubers. If, if you were still, if you're still dating in the, in this day and age, and and you're sending Ubers, I mean, the first date especially, you you open doors and you drive your own car yeah. and mm-hmm. you do those kind of things. And later on, if that's something you want to work out because y'all are going drinking or something like that, that's a different story. There was yeah. a woman who uh, she was kind of reminds me of, of Kevin Samuel. Rest in peace. Y'all know who Kevin Samuel is. Oh. He was a dude who he was uh, African American dude who would give advice about women and he would just dog women. I mean, just well, you ain't got no man because you're ugly and you're overconfident and you expect too much. And he would give all this advice. And he passed away, and now there's a chick out there that's kind of doing the same thing. And she had that very same point where she was like, look, I'm not going out with you unless you pay for my Uber. I, I'll Uber. You pay for my Uber to the restaurant and home. I was just like, what? That's that's insane to me. Uh, if you can't get there on your own, yeah, I'm good. I don't, you know. Yeah, but she shouldn't I mean, have to get there on their own. It should be the The, the guys the, should yeah. pick you up, but people meet in such weird ways now, yeah, right? Like you true. meet online. Do you really want to give somebody your address to come pick you up? That's true. It, yeah. so. It's a different day and age in terms of dating. Mm-hmm. Would you sure. would you pay for your own Uber to, to go meet with oh, a guy if you were going to yeah. go on a date? I mean, okay. I would probably just drive myself. Yeah. I wouldn't Uber it. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just a different – things are different now. Guys. Is there a is there a bad first date? Because, like, she also talked about, like, I, he wanted to take her to a coffee shop or, like, uh, you know, like, hey, there's this cool little coffee shop. I figured we go grab a coffee and talk. And she was like, you're not taking me to a coffee shop on a first date. That's not a first date. Why isn't it? I don't know. I, I don't know. That's why. I think that's – anything can be a date. Yeah. Anything can be a date. And I think that the thing that makes it a bad date is if it's like the, the company's bad. If it's good company, then it's probably going to be a know, good date. you don't have to sit through a full meal and worry about all the details. That can be awkward. Like yeah. A coffee date could be less than an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that, that actually – I don't think a coffee date should be weird at all no matter when you've been dating. I went on a double date uh, like a year ago with another couple – and this girl, like, wanted to make it... Oh, my bad. That's okay. I just hit her microphone. She wanted to make it fun, so she was like, why don't we go axe throwing? And the guy oh, she was... Thing with, now. The, the oh, guy yeah. she was with was like, she wanted to do this on the first date. And I was like, that might be... That could potentially be a bad first date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you're bringing weaponry into it, and throw. if it doesn't go well... Yeah. And yeah. she might, you know, like, she's a bad throw, or maybe she's cross-eyed. You don't yeah. know what's going to happen. <laughs> a bit out, so. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. Avoid that. Yeah. That's, no. No, we're not yeah, getting that, anything That could sharp. also be fun, but that could potentially be a bad first date. 100%. <laughs> Have you had a weird first date like that? Uh, where, like, where's... where there's weaponry? Well, no, just like... <laughs> You want to go to the shooting range? No, thank you, psycho. Yeah, that, no. that could be fun, but not a first date. You yeah. got to trust somebody first. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah especially right with weapons. Um, right. So I trust you're going to be in town now. I'm you're in back town. in town. Yeah, I'm All back. Right. So that means now that you're back, not like Texas is back, but you are back. So that's good. So that we can have you back again. And always good to catch up with you. And again, tell everybody how they can reach reach you and see you and, and catch up with you the way we did. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. This was so much fun. Absolutely. I missed you guys. We missed you too. <laughs> Come back. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Taryn Hilo uh, or Twitter at Taryn Hilo or go. just or just try and find my address and show up. Oh, no, don't no, do that. don't do that. Don't, don't encourage them. to do That, that was a joke. 
Yeah, that was don't, a joke. Don't no, do that. No. That was a joke. Yeah. Go ask I have weaponry. There's some yeah. crazy people. I yeah. know how to throw an axe. <laughs> she learned how to throw axes and shoot. Don't. Nope. And, and Barry will continue to ask you questions. Nope. Game's over. Okay. I was it. right. I nailed it. I pretty so much. I won. Yeah, you. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay. You catch that one in your. All right. All right. We're going to take a, a short break. We're going to take you for the final half hour of the show. Coming up next, we'll catch you back up on some Astros talk and some Texans talk as we lead up till 6 p.m. It is the Killer Bees. Featuring the usual suspects version, ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 FM. Joel and Jeremy. All right, back for the final half hour of the Killer Bees. Jeremy did the Josh Beard experience uh, before us. So I brought Barry back to do a little extra usual suspects, which we always like to do. Good times. Normally it's you inviting me and we're doing your podcast. Yeah. Instead, uh, we are return the favor. to do some of these. and it's, it's a lot of fun. So, again, uh, special thanks to our good friend, Karen, for stopping in. She is a massive Houston sports fan, but uh, she's always been great to talk to. And she had a little fun there. So, yeah, it, it's cool when you can have somebody in like Taryn. You know, like I said, a lot of times you don't get females on the show. And when you get somebody in like Taryn who has the social media following and, you know, she, she's an attractive woman. And then they usually show up and they, they're, you gotta, you gotta, it's like getting what they get blood out of a turnip. It's just trying to get them to talk. And she's got she's she's great on the radio. You know, you don't have to work hard to make the segments interesting. So that's always fun. I'm going to switch gears here because Dr. Dre just gave me a great idea. Oh, it's something that we wanted to talk about anyway. OK, we haven't gotten to it yet. And we did cover a lot of Texans and we did cover a lot of Astros. This Kevin Porter Jr. situation uh-huh. is not going away. No. Now, last night we heard the rumor that their Rockets are shopping him. Okay, well, ain't nobody picking groceries. You can shop them all you want. There is nobody in their right mind, in my opinion, that is going to approach the Rockets or be interested. I don't care how much cap space you want to get rid of. Let's be fair. The Rockets are not allowed to do anything. I know Jeremy's been very adamant. I don't disagree with him that, you know, I said you got to do your due diligence. But if you know people that know what the situation is and what happened before the authorities get all theirs, and there are people out there that, that teams get information from, if you know if any of this is true, I think you cut this guy, you are done with him. I think the rest of the league should be too. But the fact that the Rockets are shopping him while the league rule states, while the league is investigating, the Rockets aren't allowed to do anything. Yeah. Well, first, and that's the, that's the most important thing. If you're out there clamoring for him to be gone now, it just can't happen. That, that's right, uh, that right, was part right. of the agreement so just, between. Yeah, cool your jets the, yeah. a little bit because you got to let the due diligence kind of take take place before the Rockets can do what they are going to do. I guess the question becomes: Who? Nobody is seriously, or I, I would assume nobody would seriously trade for him, thinking that they're going to retain him. Right? I I don't know that you can. And you look at Ray Rice. You look at Trevor Bauer. You look at. All these different athletes that have put themselves in predicaments somewhat similar to situations like this. If any bit of this is true, if this whole thing, when we he's alleged until he's convicted, but if he if he's convicted of any of this, I don't know how he can play in the NBA anymore. Absolutely not. If if, if it's true, absolutely not. I don't think he should. But I think some people. I heard Josh on the way in, him and Jeremy were, well, they started arguing about it. And um, and there's articles like Deadspin, the title says, Rockets abandoning decency by trying to trade Kevin Porter Jr. And I don't know, I don't know how, I, 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 my lean, I agree, right? Like I lean the right thing to do is to, once you're able, 
is to cut the guy and take the loss and deal with it. And it's not an entire loss, as you and I were talking about prior to the show. And that would have to go in. I don't know. You obviously know more about it than me. But I'm pretty sure he had some character clauses in his contract. Oh, there's no doubt. They, they re-upped like them this. before they had to. Yeah. But at the time, I made the, the listeners very aware of the fact there's a reason why they did this. You don't just put clauses and outs in contracts with guys that are getting a $20 million extension unless you are already there's already the preconceived notion that we've got to cover our bases because something could go wrong. Which means, also, by the way, there's prob- this is probably not the first go-round with situations away from the court that might give you some reason for some concern. Sure. I mean, we knew that's why they got him for a song out of Cleveland. Had an issue with Cleveland. They took his locker away because he wasn't on the active roster, and he decided to act out. Yeah. To yeah. the point where the Rockets got him for a song. Rafael Stone was extremely proud of the fact that he didn't have to give up anything to get him. But at what cost and at what price are you playing in the paying in the big picture just because you got a bargain? Doesn't mean you got to hang on to a guy. Right, Because the bigger issue to me, Barry, is the one that we see a lot of times in sports, and we're going to speak in hypothetics here because I'm not going to point the finger or call someone out by name. But what we see more times than not now with professional sports teams is you have an athlete that's hyper-talented. Mm-hmm. You know this athlete can do exactly uh, – the skill set is exactly what you need for whatever team, baseball, basketball, football, you name it. But you know that there are issues. You know that there are things underlying in the character, the makeup, the buildup, the personality, everything about a certain player. The question that you have to ask when you draw the line in the sand is, are you going to cover it up? Are you going to make sure no one else knows about it? Are you going to hope it doesn't happen again, cross your fingers, and then hope to get the best athlete and the best performance as you possibly can? Or are you strong enough as an organization to say, we love everything about the athleticism of player A? But the fact is, player A could hurt person B, player A could hurt themselves, and player A could hurt our team down the line because we may be going with player A and rolling the dice, and we are playing well, and we are winning, and we are doing all these things to experience success, and at the absolute wrong time, player A is going to act up again. And I think too many times now we are seeing in professional sports, because it's a business, that they are excluding all of that second option, and they are rolling the dice and saying, "Let's just hope it doesn't happen again." Yeah, that's a that's a that's a scary proposition, right? It You're, really is. If you know, because you've and I want people to understand something here. It's not like you and I might be in the dark a little bit about things in his past, or you know, the details about some of his transgressions, but. I assure you the Rockets are not, nor is any other NBA team. They understand exactly what type of human being, what type of person, what type of volatile <laughs> player they're getting when they chase them down, when they are, you know, when Cleveland gets them or when the Rockets get them getting from Cleveland. Everyone knows what's going on. They pay people to find out. And that becomes the real question. How much of your morality as a team do you sacrifice for winning? Because I think we always think, well, winning cures all. But at what price? You know what I mean? It, 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 I, it, I don't know if it cures everything. Look at the backlash that OU got for having Art Bryles on the field. Right. He's not well, even a member of OU. He's not a coach there. He was just there visiting with an OU shirt on, and they got a lot of pushback. The Rockets have to do something about this as soon as they possibly can, and yep. it's not a trade. 
it's pulling the plug, game over, we ain't doing this anymore. But if you look at what happened when the Dodgers went through the, the Bauer situation, the coolest heads in the room were the team itself that said, including Dave Stewart and some of the alumni that said, but the players in the locker room said, we don't want them back. Yeah. What, we, what we've read, what we've heard, what we, the stories that we've got, regardless of whether he gets convicted or not, we don't want him back in our locker room. The Astros right here in your own town had the, 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 the veterans in the locker room when Osuna was being traded for to say, we're going to have a real serious yep. conversation before we go any further with this. And that's where it, it's sad, but it's true that a lot of times your players now have to police this. Yeah, and and it's a great point bringing up that that and the Astros version of this, um, and and somebody on on in the Twitch chat, OG from H Town said, um, "How was Rafael supposed to know this about him, especially with no prior incidents?" Uh, again, ah! again. Ah! Okay, OG, gotcha. Yeah. Now you don't know as much as you think you do. That's yeah. all I'm going to tell you. Yeah, that, again. They trust me when I tell you and when Joel tells you. These guys know everything. And sometimes they make they do like a, a risk assessment or a risk analysis and say, is it worth it? Is this is player X, especially at the value we could get him for, worth it? That's exactly what the Astros did with Osuna. That's exactly what they did. Remember, they looked into the cameras and they told us all to our faces, we've done our due diligence. We know what's going to happen. He's not going to be convicted. We feel good about this. And and you know they got some backlash, but you maybe go and you look at a tiger doesn't change its stripes, mm-hmm. right? Regardless of what you're looking for, trying to nitpick into to try and see if you can say, well, it wasn't this, but it was that. It doesn't matter because here's the thing: the situation that I painted for you hypothetically can still happen. You can screw up the team. You could possibly screw up another individual. It could be a fight. It could be a domestic abuse. It could be just acting out on a player or, I mean, on a person somewhere on the street or in a store or whatever. Mm. But the track record is from Southern Cal, where he went to school, to the Cleveland Cavaliers, to the Houston Rockets. (laughs) There have been plenty of incidents to point to, to which there is a track record of behavior that is a very risky proposition Period. End of story. Because I even forgot. Wasn't he in some sort of like fight or brawl when he first got here? Well, um, there was the there was the the the, the booby trap, the club yes. in, in Miami. That's what I was thinking. There was the halftime incident where he left early. If you want to believe that story, yeah. Or but he he at halftime he was no longer at the game after an incident with John Lucas. Yep. So. There is a track record enough to realize, especially with a young, impressionable team, but that shouldn't even matter, right? This is about character and character flaws and trying to get people right as human beings more so than it is about making your team better or trying to up the value or hold the value of a player, in yeah, my opinion. The, the risk isn't worth the, – the juice isn't worth the squeeze. The risk isn't worth the reward when you start to get that. Remember what they used to call the – um, the 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 Portland Trailblazers were known for. I, it was right after I left working for the Blazers, and they were known as the Jailblazers. Yeah, and then you had Cincinnati. The Cincinnati Bengals for a while had a, had some problems with guys uh, and their character issues, and it's just it's one of those things where you know it, this is twenty twenty three. This isn't nineteen eighty three, and and back then, if stuff like this happened, there was no social media, and it wasn't as as. You know, I guess people didn't. People didn't. There wasn't as as much of a social conscience as there is now, right? 
And and that's... it shouldn't matter, but it does. But I think that it factors in too much right now. Yep. And I think I think that this is all of professional sports has to take a, a, a different look at what they're doing here. All right, we got one second totally to go on the show. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and wrap things up, get you ready for your evening, and of course, set you up for Friday show and the rest of the weekend. Don't go anywhere. It is. Back for the final segment of the show, Barry Laminac, gracious enough to join me as Jeremy had some schedule conflicts and joined Josh Beard. Coming up next, Barry is going to be joined by Jerome Solomon, and you guys are going to kick off a new show. Yeah, we got a brand new show here in uh, Houston on ESPN 97.5. It'll be on every Thursday from 6 to 7. It's called Game On, and it's just uh, Jerome and I talking sports and probably a lot of him yelling at me for how wrong and dumb my takes are. And, uh, you know, some, some good times and shenanigans, as we usually do when he and I hook up and, and do radio. Yeah, all the way back in the days of Sunday shows. Right? Yeah, we, I would join him on his uh, Houston Sports Show. Yeah. Uh, he's also filled in when we were doing the usual suspects and you couldn't make it. He would, yep. he would join. And, uh, yeah, so I've worked with Jerome quite a bit. We actually have a new uh, TV show, too, on CW39 now on Saturdays called uh, Football Saturday, where we cover college he football. He was you to you to me. Like the way I have you fill in now yes. is the way when I was out, you would have him fill in. That now. is correct. There you go. That is correct. All right, boys, Astros on the horizon, a trip to Kansas City, mm-hmm. take on the Royals. Oh, by the way, Dodgers at Seattle, Rangers at Guardians. Schedule says yay. What says you as you look for what to expect next from this team? Another last place team, another bad mm-hmm. team in the Royals. Does just going to Kauffman Stadium mean something instead of playing at home at Minute Maid Park? And do you worry more about the two games you dropped early against the A's? Or are you pleased because of the way they finished last night? Well, not pleased by dropping two out of three to the A's at home. I think if you're pleased that they won one, you're just settling. Especially for a team in the, in the, in the hunt for a division title and coming down the stretch trying to compete like they are. I think you got to go in and, you know, you got to start winning series. I, you don't have to sweep the Royals, but you can't go on the road and get swept. You can't go on the road and lose two out of three to the Royals um, or or really any anybody else down the stretch. I don't care how good or bad they are, whether it's home or away. The Astros focus from here on out. You know, sure, you want to tell us you're going to win every game or you want to. Just win every series. That's all I care about. I mean, next two games, I mean, you're going to have France and you're going to have Christian Javier on the mound. So, I mean, obviously, you got to win the series, like Barry said, but you also got to see one of these guys take a step forward. Hunter Brown, I mean, we'll see. Was it the opponent or did Hunter Brown maybe uh, fix some things, having Yonner Diaz back behind the uh, plate with him? Maybe he's fixed some things. Let's see if Christian Javier and JP France, who's been a little inconsistent recently, can make their case to be that third and fourth starter. You, you got to see one of these guys step up behind Fromber and Vernon. See, here's where I I would push back on that BMAC. Not that you're wrong. I'd say you got to see something from both guys because you're going to have to finish your rotation out. You're going to have to figure out. Jeremy and I both believe that J.P. France has earned the right to be the number three starter for this team. As good as Javier was a year ago, there's still so many wrinkles to iron out, and you don't know which Christian Javier you're going to get from start to start, that I would say that both of these guys have to show you something quickly that tells you they should be a prominent role in your rotation in the playoffs. Yes, one, ideally, because that's all you maybe need, but I think you got to see something from both these guys. Yeah, I, I agree with you in that regard. You, you've got to you, – you need to start 
I know I said it all show, and as much as we talked about the Astros, I, I talked about my confidence in them or lack thereof. And I, I think that not only do they need to start giving some confidence to themselves, but to the fans and the te- and their teammates because you know as well as I do, you you played competitive ball in college. You know that. When there's guys that go out there and and pitch bad or that you don't know from one start to the next what's going to happen, you start to, oh, man. There's uh, a spillover, right? The team also is already worried. And, BMAC, I'm saying of the three guys you're making decisions on, J.P. France should be your number three. He should be, but he probably won't be. I think he still could be. I think Dusty's going to Dusty, and he's going to put Javier in that position. That's my my thought as well. Dusty's going to trust the veteran that he trusted last year and put Javier as the third But regardless, you've got to see something from all two of the three guys minimum but ideally, you'd like to have the ability to piggyback if you have to, but have guys that are absolutely dealing, that are pushing so that you can get to the back of the bullpen. I think that France, in my opinion, is a three or the four, but he's going to be a starter. I, it worries me that Javier's not going to figure it completely out. We're not going to see the, a, a great Christian Javier, and Dusty's still going to make him the number three starter. Javier- that's where this game is so important because, I mean, as you guys just mentioned, confidence, even if it was just the opponent that gave Hunter Brown the boost, that confidence he got from dominating them could propel him to another step forward. So Christian Javier getting to face another 100-loss opponent, even if it's a fake confidence because it's the, the opponent's terrible, maybe that t- helps him take a leap to the next level and regain some of that form we saw last year if he dominates an opponent and gets some confidence back. He just hadn't been good since, what, May? Well, I, look, I, uh, I, I think the, I thought the Yankee start was good until the very end. The, you know, he had yeah. the hiccup late, but otherwise he could have had a quality start. He had like 10 strikeouts. He, his pitch count was finally down, and he looked like the fastball was still enticing people by riding up, or at least had the appearance of it, but it wasn't too hittable as it had been in the past. Pitch count and, wa- and control bother me the most about him because he can get touched up in a hurry, and then he can only get through four and a half, five innings because of pitch count. Now you guys are saying J.P. France as your as your number three going into the playoffs, and, and that's that's good and all. How much weight do you give to a lack of experience in the playoffs? Oh, believe me, it's weighed on me heavily, but it also weighs on me with Hunter Brown. It weighs on me in the fact that the one thing that Javier does have going for Dusty, if Dusty chooses to go that route, is been there, done that, done it really well. Okay, throwing out something real quick. Call me crazy. Why not just go with an opener? Forget a starter. Because I don't got think the bullpen he guys the whole bullpen, for it. Though. Yeah, but the problem with this team, I think, outside of Fromber and, and JV, is when they get two and three times through the rotation. Well, Jeremy said, how about so you go why not all just, these guys two times through Matt? Why two? Everybody gets one time through the dealing, rotation. See how it goes. Right? Javier, uh, uh, JP, Hunter Brown, Urquidy, one time through the rotation. And spot starts in the playoffs. I, I feel better doing that. All right, man. It's been a pleasure. Oh, Not one time through so the much. rotation. You're starting up. Uh, you're starting <laughs> rotation for a long run with uh, Jerome Solomon.